0: Now, Kwame Brown was right about LeBron James his whole entire time, okay? A few weeks ago, if y'all don't know, y'all going to know right now, on the Pivot podcast, Kwame Brown said it was better being a bus than being LeBron James. He followed that up by saying being a bus is better. LeBron James can't do what I can do. They can take pictures everywhere he go. I was a bus. Ain't nobody taking pictures of me everywhere I went. Now, being that we live in the reactionary society that we live in and not a lot of people that's willing to think and listen and understand the context of words, okay, a lot of people gave Kwame Brown some flack because of those comments, right? Like, really? You really would choose, you know, your career over LeBron's? miscontext all over the place. But LeBron James just came out, I believe it was yesterday or today. Yesterday, and he talked about how he wished that he can go to Starbucks and have his name on the cup, just like he's a regular person. The reality is carmy Brown is right. The further up, the further up you go, in the pecking order that you go, you lose touch with reality. When you get to a certain level, you lose touch with reality, right? You're making millions of dollars. Everybody's telling you how good you are, everybody's kissing your feet. Meanwhile, there's a lot of things else going on in the other side of the world, like wars and, and, and pandemics and, and uh, people just randomly dying. And you don't know what reality is anymore. So I understand Kwame Brown when he said, you know what, I just want to get a cup of coffee, see me a movie. And I had to worry about people coming up to me, telling me how dope I am. Can I take a picture with you? Making me feel like I'm any less than a regular human being. Right, Kyrie Irving. We're gonna talk about him further on this show. He's trying to do both. Like people don't really understand that Kyrie Irving is crying out, right, to people that listen. I just want to be normal. I just want to have a normal life, right. Some days I I may not want to go to work, right. Just like the regular average Joe, like I want to bang in today, right. I I just don't want to come to work. There's a lot of things going on, right. I don't want to take the jab. I I, I want to stick to my moral code. And what Kyrie Irving is realizing now that he's getting stoned, that it's hard to do those things. Be a regular human. It's hard to do that. And Kwame Brown was absolutely right when he made that comparison with LeBron James. See, I'll pass it to you to respond.
1: You know, I think you know. There's a lot of things to unpack there, but you know, there's there's one thing that's for sure. Um, reality is not the reality that we live in. The reality he lives in are two different things. You know, he has a different. He's he's living in a different tier of where where he has with his financial gains, everything that he has. So his reality is is a way different. You know, it's not even about reality at this point. It's kind of just the lifestyle of the the average middle class versus the lifestyle of somebody who is getting paid millions of dollars close to billions of dollars um you know i think kwame brown when he talked about that it was more of a lifestyle he didn't have to adjust or readjust to to where he used to live to the to his professional life even post his nba career he was a, a, able to just walk around freely because of his you know lack of reaching his potential as a basketball player not as a person but as a basketball player he didn't reach the potential that he wanted to reach or his peers wanted him to reach. And I think, you know, maybe he's right based upon who you ask, because if the average person wants the money, but doesn't want the fame, of course they'll say, absolutely. Kwame Brown was right. Why would I want a million people asking for my autograph being adored by people being bombarded essentially on, a, on every hour of the hour to get a sign of autograph or to take a picture or do this, that, and third, Um, you know, I think Kwame Brown is right in that stance because a lot of people think they want fame, but they don't really know what fame is until it, it bum it bum rushes you like um the photographers do all the time with, with all these celebrities just constantly following you around from all 24/7 essentially just to get a picture to get to ask you a million questions to get a headline um i'll say this you know i think lebron james is feeling the official like damn i can't do nothing even post career like what am i going to do cuz he's he is a, a damn near rock star a superstar he is the star of just society now, our era. He he is the guy. He is the Michael Jordan of our era. A guy who we just idolize so much of a, of a basketball talent. And it, it, all you're gonna do is get bombarded. All you do is get bum rushed. I just think Kwame Brown, when he spoke about it, it, was just he's he wasn't able to reach that level of fame, so he wouldn't know, you know. Unfortunately, and I think that's what it is. I think at one point in high school, he probably felt that being the number one pick. At one point, he did feel like on top of the world, on top of Mount Rushmore. But then he fell quickly. The meteor hit Earth very fast. And I think that's something that he wasn't able to acknowledge uh, or able to embrace as a number one pick, as the number one draft pick. And uh, I think that's something that he lives with to this day. I think he still feels regretful of that moment, just based upon the comments he made about like, you know, uh, being a bust, you know, like he, he kind of said it in a spiteful way. Like, you know, I, I'm the best, I'm the, I'm the best bust ever. Like, you know, something in that nature. I think that's something that Kwame Brown still faces to this day.
0: I think for me, the way how I interpret everything that was being said was that, um, and I go by actions. I always look at things from actions. I never listen to words. I listen to actions, even though actions can't speak, but it speaks, believe it or not. And I think for me, When I've watched Tommy Brown on YouTube and other platforms and media, he lives a simple life for the most part. And he was doing just that. We have not spoken about this guy since until like last year. We really started talking about this over the last two years. Before that, nobody knew this guy really existed unless you watch the NBA, right? You don't know who this guy is. So clearly, he's fine and content with going off the grid. You saw it. And when you see him on videos, right? Especially last year when he came out to the scene. How did he come out the scene? Because people on ESPN was yappity, yap, yap 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 Talking about him. brought his name back up. They rose him from the dead. Right? They rose him out of the, the the woodworks. He came out of the woodworks and was like, yo, let me, you know, defend my name. And come out these clowns who's coming after me. they coming after the wrong guy. Right? And you look at him. He, You know, he drives a regular car. You know, he lives a regular life. So basically what he's saying is that. If I wasn't a bus and I was that guy, I was drafted number one to be, then I couldn't live that simple life, right? There's different requirements, there's different expectations, there's different different variables that come with being a superstar on the magnitude of LeBron James. Also, a lot of people don't realize that you do this for different reasons, right? Some people, they chasing legacy. Some people, they just want to, you know, get their mama- a good life, right? Give themselves a good life. When you're drafted number one overall, you're making millions of dollars. You accomplish a lot just by going to the NBA. That's an accomplishment. I don't care what the hell you do after that. You could be the biggest bus of all bus, okay? But you was able to feed yourself and your family and make a good life. And now use your name and likeness to have a career, you know, in podcasting and going on podcasts and people still think you're relevant. And my last point. You think about a guy like Kawhi Leonard who's not really the most talkative guy and and, and friendly guy. You think that it doesn't bother him all the cameras and lights? He just deals with it because he likes to hoop. But trust me, he will love Krami Brown's life, but at the same time, the life that he currently has, if there was a way to navigate through life that way. But the reality is not. And I'll let you respond to that.
1: You know, I think... It's just tough because I think when you hear Kwame Brown talking about it, it's just a different level. Like, you know, when you hear Gilbert Arenas talk about basketball, talk about life after basketball, during basketball, things of that nature, you know, it just comes from a different tune that we hear Kwame Brown talk about. It just sounds when Kwame Brown talks about life after basketball or his life during his career and stuff, it just sounds like a moment of regret that he could have done something bigger and he had the opportunity and the skill set to do it. It just never came into fruition. You know, we talk about Gilbert Arenas, a guy who another guy who kind of, faltered his own career, you know, for his own, you know, reasons or his injuries and stuff in that nature, he was unable to really um elevate at a certain point because his body gave up. And he was like, you know, I did what I could, you know, I, I gave people buckets, they knew what the time it was, and then you know that's it. My body was done. It's career is over. But he doesn't sound regretful when he talks about it in, in podcasts and in, and in, in vlogs and things of that nature. It just seems like Kwame Brown comes from a place where even after you hear it weeks later you hear the hear what he how he's talking and how he speaks about it. Like even today's era it just seems like a place of like, damn, I really could have been one of those dudes if things, you know, things worked in my in that in, in my favor. If, you know, I didn't play with this particular team, if I didn't play with this particular team, if, you know, the cards were in my favor. You know, he, he kind of talks with the lack of accountability. You know, I understand that a lot of issues, a lot of situations that happen out in our lives and stuff in that nature happen because of something. But you have to take away somewhat of that and be like, all right, you know, I, I should have did this better, that better. But, you know, when he refers to, like, the LeBron, like, being right about LeBron James, you know, um, it's, it, like I said, it's very difficult. Like I said, it depends on the person you are. Like, who, what, like, what, if you're talking about today, you're able to take the fame that LeBron James gets, but then you get also the 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 fame and for, the fortune that comes with it. Would you not take that and try to move in and get your family out of situations that people are, in? you know, that they were in? And you, you look at them like, yeah, I definitely would. I'll definitely take that in. And, you know, I'll take whatever comes with it. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand what comes with it. You know, a lot of people. I mean, see the-
0: When you talk about LeBron James, he wants the attention. And this is why when he comes out with statements like that, I just think it's like BS kind of like I want to mm-hmm. walk in the Walmart. You can't have it both ways. You want the attention. Why the hell do you go to these big markets to play basketball? Because you're worried about your brand. You're worried about the attention. That's why you shoot Space Jam. That's why you go to these Miami, LA, you know, markets to be able to market yourself into a, you know, higher brand than everybody else. And that's what the NBA is kind of today. It's about how you dress, how you walk into the stadium, Kyle Kuzma wearing funny ass outfits, right? It's all about the market. It's all about the attention and not only about the game. So when you talk about Carmi Brown's comments, he's in a different era. It was about the game then. Now it's not. And I'm pretty sure he's content with being a bus because he said, it. listen, I, I'm a bus. I know I am. But at the end of the day, I can live a normal life. And that's some of the pros of being a bus. You know, is I can
1: still make the money and still go off the grid. You know, no, real quick. I just want to say like, like a quick comment on that. It's just like when Conor Brown talks about normal life, it seems like, like I said, he's talking about a life of comfort, you know, and everything everybody says in, in life. You're gonna to have to be uncomfortable if you want to elevate. And it seems like Kwame Brown talks about a place of comfort where he's content being in this the particular bubble. Like, and I'm not saying that's wrong. No one knowing it's a right to, to live in a particular bubble, but like LeBron, he's seen it in his career. He, he he's in front of the camera no matter what. Even in high school, going into the NBA, he didn't ask to be, you know, and on a cover and all this other stuff. He was placed there, like that he was in front of everybody who like, had expectations to be the king. You have expectations to be this, that, third, the phenom. The phenom, and unfortunately, LeBron James was plastered there without his permission, without being asked if he wanted to be in things of that nature because of what he was doing in high school as a basketball player, not outside of the basketball game, not on like oh, hanging out with friends or you know all these other things. He was given everything by the media. The media painted him a certain way, and unfortunately, he, it was no way for him to get away from the cameras. The only way he would have got away from the cameras if, like Kwame Brown said, he was a bust. He just stop playing good, that like he just was like became a, a bad basketball player. I think
0: content, I think even then, he would have been bad. Continue. I'm sorry. I think content and comfortable is two different things. Mm. Content is being in a situation, this is just my definition mm. of dealing with something that's out of your control mm. and being content with the fact that you can't control the situation. Mm. For an example, even my career coming up in this radio podcasting world, it's mm-hmm. a lot of times I've had to go back to the drawing boards, right? Situations just never panned out or never worked, but yet I was content with the situation. I was like, yeah, I wish things were better. I wish I had that opportunity. I believe that if I got that opportunity, I'll be able to kill it, but I'm content with the fact that I'm gonna have to go another route. I'm content with where my life is, but that doesn't mean I'm comfortable with where my life is right now. So I think content and comfortable is two different things. I think he's content, Kwame Brown here, with being the bust of all busts. He's content with that because he cannot rewrite that. That's already been done. Adam Silver's not going to give him a call tomorrow and say, oh, come back in the league if you want to. Here's a tryout. But being comfortable, nah, he has other endeavors in life. Who knows what his plans are in life, what his second life is. Because basketball is just one life. You have another life outside of basketball. There's going to be a life that LeBron James is going to have to live outside of basketball. And what's going to happen when you get to an age and you're in your 50s and 60s and you want to live a normal life? You tired up the cameras and the lights and you want to be LeBron James with your family. You want to have that me time with my family. right? See my kid grow up, Bronny James, to become an elite NBA player. His life has changed forever. Your life has changed forever, and you're going to be married into the world of paparazzi until the day you die. That's Man. not for me, bro. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm just speaking from a perspective. Like, that's not what I'm here for on this earth. No, oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Dep- hey, listen, so, I, I I personally agree. I understand exactly what you're talking about when it comes to retake take and what it means from Kwame Brown. Um, I'm just saying that's just, unfortunately, like, it's difficult Like, Kwame Brown is in a similar stance because he was drafted number one, just like LeBron. Kwame Brown was expected to be a highly talented – the same way we look at Anthony Davis as a talent, we looked at – people looked at Kwame Brown the same way. This man was a dog coming out of high school. The only difference is somebody continued to elevate with that expectation and someone else dwindled when the expectation – like they had an expectation to him, for him. And I think maybe, like I said, it's more of a – like it's a, it seems like it's a coming from a place of regret. He wished he played better than the performances he had. And unfortunately, every time he talked about his NBA career, he references other things that happened outside of taking accountability. And then outside of that, having a normal life was because media stopped paying attention to Kwame Brown. If LeBron James became a bust, I don't know if they'll ever um leave him alone. Because I think it will be, oh, you're the worst pick. You gave you all this coverage. You was doing this in high school. How the you do this in, in NBA, X, Y, and Z? I, I don't know if they'll ever leave him alone. Probably they would slowly but surely, the way they did Kwame Brown. Because we've seen Andrew Wiggins go through the same media stuff. They called him the next LeBron, dwindled down. They called Ben Simmons the next Magic Johnson. The media dwindled down on that. There's a lot of um, expectations we give on. The media gives on young kids. And then when they don't meet it, they give them flack about it. They They... Hit them really hard. Make sure that they they just bash them down all the way to the ground and then leave them alone. Once they're already bruised and battered, like Kwame Brown was. Kwame Brown was having a lot of mental breakdowns during his career, and then he went MIA for years. No one heard of Kwame Brown. No one knew what Kwame Brown. No one heard anything about the man. Then he resurfaces last year with everything, talking about like basically having a whole tell all on all the video blogs, having curse cursing people out, cursing teammates out, all these different things. It just seems like a person who is now willing to talk but not take accountability still he's just talking from a place of hurt and it sounds like that every time i hear call brown talk he never takes accountability he talks about having a normal life and yada yada but he doesn't reference to like yeah you know during my career i messed up i didn't do certain things didn't fall in my favor i messed up and i I, i'm okay with it he just seems like damn i wish i could get it going back damn lebron james this yada yada benson you know it's just it just doesn't seem like it's coming from a place of just genuinity it comes from like a place of just anger and, and being in and, and frustration
0: i think too and this is my last point for real for real right in life you're always going to be chasing something this is just a lesson philosophical moment here for anybody watching the show at 10 54 at night right i think in life you're always going to be chasing something and even for myself right you know this is going to probably get a little personal even for myself like in this career and me asking myself lil what is it that you really want Out of this life before you leave? What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Right. And it's like, I'm saying to myself, there's all these things I want, but in my mind, I'm smart enough to know that the things I want today is not going to be the things I want tomorrow. And even when I accomplish them, I'm still not going to be fulfilled. LeBron James is about to pass Kareem Abdul Jabbar on a scoring, you know, scoring of all time, right? The scoring, you know, pecking order. And It's going to happen probably in the next couple games, right, about the next game or two. LeBron James is still going to be chasing something. We all know that he wants to be the greatest basketball player of all time. Some people say he is already. Most people don't. Most people think it's Jordan. He's always going to be chasing something. And even when he retires from basketball, he's still going to be chasing something. Everybody, no matter where they are in life, is going to be chasing something. And that's just how life is. Life is a a maze that you just go around and around and around until you go, and that's just what it is. But if you can be content with every step that you take, that's how you really, really succeed in life. And there's no achievements that you can get, nobody calling you a goat, nobody doing this that's gonna ever really matter. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. Philosophical moments right here on this show.